This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back. 10, 10, 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 2, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30 on Tuesday June 6th. Thank you so much for joining us. If you ever want to get in touch with the show, comment on something, try to win something, just say hi. You can always call us or text us at 702-364-9400 or you can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can check in on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, all the ways. No excuses. How are you? Not bad. (laughs) All is well in my world. I I, I just got to know, first things first, how was the energy last night because oh my gosh it looked like it was just bonkers there at T-Mobile Arena last night. Uh, it was great. Remind me, I, I noticed something. When I ask you how you are in the morning, you always deflect back to me and it makes me feel bad because it's like I genuinely care about how you are and you're like, I'm fine. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll, I'll break me down. I'll okay, give I it just, to you and I you feel, come back to me. I feel bad because then, then it makes me feel like oh man, he, he like you, you know when people just say uh, how are you? But they don't really care. I don't ever want you to think I'm just saying oh, that because I don't care. No, no, no. Like yesterday I broke down everything that was going on with the horse over the weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, then for me, okay, I'll jump into me real fast. So I did the TV show yesterday and they got home from that and, and Laura's out of town. So my, it's a little bit uh, different routine when Laura's out of town. So I just got home and did an outdoor workout and, and set up where I can still see the TV inside and hear the game when I was working out last night and, and uh, had a nice run. I actually tripped on my run and I scraped my knee last night. So that was a big thing in my house. And then I got home and watched the rest of the hockey game and did my work last night. Well, I am sorry that you scraped your knee. And uh, that uh, that's good that you were watching or at least listening to the game. Because, yeah, it was crazy. I didn't I didn't expect to go to the game. We didn't we had no plans to go to the game yesterday. And probably around, oh, gosh, noon ish. My brother-in-law, who I've talked about many times, is he he has like a bunch of season tickets. Is like a ticket broker. He's like, "Hey, do you guys want to go to the game tonight? Uh, I've got four tickets that I wasn't able to sell. Do you guys want them?" And we're like. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, let me think. Let's Hold on one things. second, Andrew. So we are like moving things, trying to figure out, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to make it there? And yes. So it was a, it was a spur of the moment thing and it was fantastic. The energy was insane. Um, you know, it, there's always an energy inside T-Mobile Arena, but I got to say for 
for uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, it's uh, it's like multiplied by a thousand. We went to the Stanley Cup playoffs that first year when they played the Capitals, and we went to, we went to two games, and they lost both of them. So it, it was we went in there kind of nervous, like gosh. Are we the bad luck for the Stanley Cup games? And we left, and my husband and I are high five. We're not the bad luck. <laughs> yes. So it was really great. We had an amazing time, and uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was surreal. I I couldn't believe what I was watching. Really, they kept kicking out Pan- Florida Panthers players, and was just like, what is happening? But yeah, a- another win, two down, two to go, and now they head out to. Florida, so we'll see how that goes. But it was so fun, and so I ran into so many listeners of the morning show. Like they, it was insane. Everybody told me to tell you both hello, and there was just so many people out there that I ran into that listened. So thank you guys for coming up and saying hi. I I love it. People are always like, "I'm so sorry to bother you." I'm like, "Don't be sorry. It's totally fine. I love it." That's the coolest thing. We're one big family. We love meeting people that listen to this radio show. Yeah, watching it, just, everything seemed louder. Fans seemed louder. Horns seem louder. Music, it just seemed like a, a bigger energy last night. Were there any Florida Panther fans in the arena last night? Because when Florida did eventually score, um, it's like they had these two fans ready to go. Like they should on these two dudes like, yeah, we scored. Yeah, there was um, not many. I have to be honest. There was one guy in the row in front of us, um, but he was with two Golden Knights fans. And then... I'd see them randomly. I didn't see a ton of them, uh, which was great. Yeah, that's <laughs> was a good thing. Very happy about that. I think that when they scored their second, there's these two guys like, yeah. It was so anticlimactic because at that point we were like beating them so badly. So oh my the, gosh. The, the one guy in front of us, he he stands up. And then sits back down. <laughs> like, well, what, Courtesy applause you for your do? team. I flew out here, maybe from Florida, and this is what I get. Yeah, so it was uh, it was really cool. Uh, a lot of uh, oh, sorry, person who's telling me it's the final, not the finals. I apologize for the extra S. So hey, please forgive, please forgive me, please forgive hey, me. Real quick before we get, look what I found here in the studio. You ready for this? What? Remember these? Oh, fidget spinners. The Mix 94.1 fidget spinner wow. was here in the studio. These things, what, how, what, five years ago? These things were like the hottest thing out there. We couldn't keep our hands on these things. What happened to those? They're uh, all here in a box. Oh, my gosh. I walked in. I'm like, There's a fidget spinner here. How cool is that? That's so random of all the things. But these things were, when we got them, I remember like friends, everyone, can I have one of your fidget spinners? You could not keep these things long enough. People wanted them so bad. Yeah, we would go out and do like live broadcasts and people would show up in droves just to get a fidget spinner. (laughs) (laughs) Fast forward to 2023, does anybody want one of these? We're trying to get rid of them. It's a doorstop if anyone wants it. (laughs) So it was, uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. We'll get more on that game. We'll talk about that and what's trending this morning. But let's kick off the show. It is time. For the pre-show, you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Shine" by Collective Soul? Do you want to hear "I Don't Want to Wait" by Paula Cole? Turn Me On by Kevin Little. Those are your 
choices. Get your votes in right now. Just call us or text us at 702-364-9400. You can vote on our Facebook page or just tweet us your vote. It's easy. And that's at at Mercedes in the AM. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Imagine finding out that you have a twin. That happened to one celebrity. I got the details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Shine by Collective Soul is a pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music. You pick it. We play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. You pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Imagine doing 23andMe, one of those DNA test kits, and then getting the results back and finding out that you have a twin. That happened to Chrissy Teigen. Kind of weird here. Listen to this. Chrissy Teigen decided to do a deep dive into her history, and that included signing up with 23andMe, and it told her she had an identical twin. So this definitely threw her for a loop. She says, this is why I always felt something missing, and this is why I have addiction issues. But get this, it was all a mix-up. So Chrissy had previously done 23andMe for the PBS TV show Finding Your Roots, but they ran her info under a fake name to protect her privacy. So in other words, Chrissy had matched with herself just under a different name. Oh, man. Well, that's uh, kind of a relief. I mean, maybe there was part of her that was sad, but uh, that would bring a whole different, like... Stress in your life trying to find this person oh. and just that you didn't know about this person. First call would be my parents. Like, ah, uh, do you have something you need to tell me about my childbirth? There was two of me when I came out. My gosh. Uh, Halsey released a new version of her song Lilith featuring Suga from BTS. It's actually for the video game Diablo 4. We played some of it yesterday. Take a listen if you missed it. It's a really cool song. sound really good together. Now it looks like Jungkook could be the next BTS member to release a solo album. They're saying maybe July 14th, and that's going to feature a song in English. How many, Do the guys do a lot of songs in English, or just the ones that we hear on the radio? What's um, like the ratio? They do a lot of them, yeah. A lot of people think, like, well, how can you like them? You don't understand. They do so many songs in English. A lot of them are kind of hybrid. Some, you know, part partly Korean, partly English. But yeah, they do a ton of songs in English. So July 14th might be getting more single stuff from... Uh, John Cook, so that could be cool. Uh, Louis Capaldi has canceled all his tour dates in the next three weeks in order to rest and recover both mentally and physically. So Capaldi broke the news on his Instagram on Monday after previously sharing that his struggle with anxiety and Tourette syndrome has recently taken a toll on his career. So he said it hurts to do this, but he's taken off until he plays Glastonbury on June 24th. But he just needs some time to focus on his mental health. And I think that everyone wants that for him. He's had a rough go in these last couple of years. So when I saw that, I was like, good for him. It's it's. It's okay. People will wait, you know? Yeah, good for recognizing what's going on and saying, hey, I need time to myself. Okay, so Goonies came out in June of 1985 in a prank that Steven Spielberg pulled on the director back in 1985 just became public knowledge, and it's pretty epic. So Goonies director, his name is Richard Donner. He flew to to Hawaii, talking about de-stressing. He spent an entire year with these kids and everyone doing the movie, and when it was all said and done, he's like, I just need, I need some me time. So he flies to Hawaii for a vacation. Steven Spielberg pranked him 
by flying the entire cast to his vacation home. Uh, vacation home. And there's a video. So when Goonies wrapped, he just he flies to, to Hawaii. And here's some audio of Imagine being there, getting a break from the cast, all those kids. And all of a sudden, you wake up, and there's the entire cast in your bedroom. Oh, my God. Would you be happy? Would you be irritated? I'd be a little of both. I mean, it, it'd probably be kind of funny knowing that they were able to get that on you. But at the same time, it'd be like, okay, the prank's over. Bye. I want I want some time to myself, please. <laughs> it's good seeing you guys. Spielberg, you're flying back, are you? So that video just dropped on Twitter yesterday. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1854. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Tuesday, June 6th, 6 o'clock. Oh, wow, that's a lot of sixes. Six, six, six o'clock. Hmm. If you're a superstitious <laughs> person, you're probably like, Ugh. but um, nah, it's just superstitious, you know? In 15 it's, seconds, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. There, there we go. There, actually, now it's 16. Yeah. <laughs> but no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. So good to have you guys here. It's summer. The kids are out of school. A lot of people going on road trips. And if you're one of those people that's still kind of trying to figure out your vacation plans, trying to throw something together, how about a nude beach? Have you ever thought of going to a place where you could visit a nude beach? I guess this this has been a big year for nudity. Berlin, they changed the rules so women can now go topless at the public swimming pools. Nantucket Island voted to go topless last December to support gender equality on beaches. And this list of the, the top nude beaches in the world just came out. Um, Playa Naturista Chihuahua in Uruguay is number one. Nita Nude Beach in Lithuania is number two. As far as uh, the U.S. goes, Mosh Up Beach at Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts is on there. Steph, have you heard of this beach before? It's in La Jolla. Black's Beach? Yes, Black's Beach in La Jolla. I've never been there, though. It's I've heard a, a lot about it. It's a nude mm-hmm. beach, and, and this was once the only legal nude beach in the United States, so... Maybe a trek on over there, short drive. (laughs) Check that out. Have you ever been to a nude beach before? Uh, The only time I was at one, and you were there too as well, different times, is when the radio station sent us to, with a bunch of listeners, to Laredo, Texas. And you went down there first. Not Texas. Oh, Laredo, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Into Mexico. And you went there first. And then I think I went a week or two after you with a group of listeners. And it was a swingers resort. And there there was a nude beach there. I did go to that beach. I didn't see anyone naked, nor did I get naked, but there was a, there was a nude section there at that at that resort yeah i never i never went over there i never saw it uh i've never been to one but in europe there are a lot of them and we were when i was little it was the first time i'd ever been there um we were in hungary i believe and there's this there was this big lake it's a really famous lake and it's spacing me lake balaton that's what it was and um we were walking around lake balaton and apparently there is this section that is nude and my dad was like oh well i'm gonna go get us something to drink we'll be right back so we're like sitting there no he took my brother with him and so my mom and i are just sitting there waiting and waiting it's taking forever my mom is like where are they And so she starts walking around and she's like, just stay here. Don't leave. Just stay right here. So I stayed and she comes back and her, she's mad. I can tell. And my brother and my dad are laughing. They found a nude beach and they were just standing there watching. (laughs) 
<laughs> my mom was so mad. I had no idea what was going on. And she told me when I got older what had happened. I was like, oh, no wonder they were gone for so long. Who's <laughs> it Nantucket is now topless? Um, at Martha's Vineyard, they uh, have a, a little section called Mashup Beach. It's uh-huh. on the um, island's western extreme, and it's open and free to anyone to take their clothes off there. Uh, but there's another place, Lucy Vincent, the island's private nude beach. Oh, that's a private one. You can't. You, oh, you can't just can't just go stroll in there because so. people they just want to go look. Yeah, that's funny exactly. With your dad. I didn't realize there were so many of them. Yeah. You just don't know. You come up uh, upon it and like, oh, okay. <laughs> and make sure you don't. Double check too that it is a new beach before you start uh, the clothing. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's just a. I don't know. I don't think nudity is that big of a deal personally. It's like okay, we we all have the same thing. We all got you nipples. Know, it's we like, do. I, I don't really care, honestly. Uh, let's talk about what's coming up on the show. Those tickets to go see Disney's The Little Mermaid that happens at 825. Coming up at the 9 o'clock hour, 940. Tickets to go see Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pitbull. It's the trilogy tour at T-Mobile Arena that's happening in November. We got your tickets actually right around 935. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Well, the Golden Knights take the dub last night. Taylor opens the vault. And if you love Cheez-Its... You need to take a road trip down to Joshua Tree this week. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Vegas Born is trending this morning. Two games away. Last night, the Vegas Golden Knights won game two. Of the Stanley Cup final, 7-2, to two, the team went on the offensive last night with the Jonathan Marcheseau and Brett Howden's two goals, along with one from Alec Martinez, Nicholas Waugh, and Michael Amadio. Goaltender Aiden Hill was absolutely phenomenal despite losing the shutout in the third period. Game three of the Stanley Cup final will be on Wednesday and now they're headed to Sunrise, Florida. Ooh, that hit on Jack Eichel last night and then he comes back into the game. Oh my gosh, that was intense. Yeah, and they kept uh, they kept kicking guys out for uh, misconduct <laughs> and uh, at one point there was like only five or six guys left on the bench. I'm like, they can barely create a line with the bench right now. What is happening? Your story from the game last night when you compared the two, it's like it was like a skeleton crew on the Florida side. And you look over to uh, Vegas Golden Knights, a huge party. Everyone's over there on that bench. still over yeah. there. Yeah, it was a great game last night. Whether you were there or watching it on TV, the energy, they just, they looked so good. And the thing is, is I just feel like... They're not even at their best yet. Like, I feel like they haven't even peaked. Mm -hmm. Like, there's still much more that they're going to be able to do. So we'll see. Wednesday night will be game three. Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. Yesterday, she revealed her uh, full track list, including the From the Vault tracks off of her Speak Now, Taylor's version uh, album that's set to come out. Those tracks include collaborations with Paramore's Haley Williams and Fall Out Boy. She wrote, since Speak Now was all about my songwriting, I decided to go to the artists who I feel influenced me the most powerfully as a lyricist at the time and asked them to sing on the album. They're so cool and generous for agreeing to support my version of Speak Now. Uh, the Haley Williams song is called Castles Crumbling and Fallout Boys collab is called Electric Touch. There are also four other new tracks from the vault. Speak Now Taylor's version will be out on Friday, July 7th. And finally this morning, Cheez-Its are trending 
if you're passing through or visiting Joshua Tree, California in the next week and you're feeling kind of cheesy, have I got the stop for you? Anyone who needs a road trip snack break can now visit the Cheez-It Stop to pick up the famous crackers. It's also been equipped with the world's first Cheez-It pump, which will actually spray your bags of crackers through your open car window. <laughs> Wait, this is in Joshua this Tree? This is in Joshua Tree right now. Best of all, it's it's free. They have plenty of merch available, too, including what the company calls absurdly cheesy mementos and it's nostalgic Cheez-It stop collectibles, other cheese-related items. They have a bunch of Cheez-It flavors, too. It opened on Monday, and it's going to stay open until June 11th. So you only have a few more days to get there. Stop by by while you can, and that is what's trending. I forgot to tell you, Mercedes, on Monday, uh, over the weekend, I met James Bond. Oh, wow. How fancy. (laughs) Very fancy. I was at the ranch on Saturday, and it was a new family that was there. They were visiting, doing some horse stuff, and I was talking to the dad for a while, and I finally said, oh, my name's JC, by the way. And he goes, oh, James Bond. And immediately in my mind, I'm like, Bond, James Bond, but also thinking, He's probably gotten that his entire life. So I I didn't go down that James Bond road, but another dad comes up and joins the conversation. And I make the introductions and I said to my buddy, Brendan, I'm like, this is James Bond. And I see it in his eyes. He goes, Bond, James Bond. James Bond. James Bond. Yeah, that's got to be annoying. If you have one of those names that could be, that's either someone famous has or that rhymes with something weird, I'm sure you've heard every possible joke there is. And I, I think my buddy, when he was saying it, probably felt like he was the first person saying it to this guy, like, oh, Bond, James Bond, all these other things. Like, oh, that guy probably, he probably gets it his entire life when he says his name is James Bond. Yeah, that's that's annoying. But at the same time, it's like expected, you know? I bet you go into every introduction thinking, okay, what's this guy going to say? Uh, I'll ask you, uh, what is it that you get? Do you get anything when you say your name? Like, I'll say, hi, my name's Mercedes. They're like, well, I'm Toyota. <laughs> like, okay. Huh? Nice to meet you, Toyota. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> hey, heads up. And what's trending? I said game three is on Wednesday. It's on Thursday. I am so sorry I misspoke. Thank you to all the people who corrected me. I, uh, yeah, I totally messed that up. So thank you guys for letting me know I screwed up. And thank you for doing it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming up uh, next hour, um, actually, 8 o'clock hour, 825, there's tickets for you to go see Little Mermaid. People are so creative, and I love it. One thing that we do, as far as my family goes, is we always name our group chats. Like we, and I know a lot of people do this. We have our our fam group chat. Then Brooklyn created one called Vegas People because Sophie is in San Diego, so that one is just me, Matt, and her. That's Vegas <laughs> yeah. People. Um, just a bunch of them. Some friends that I have. Um, we have a group chat called Napa Heroes. And uh, there's six of us in there, and we we all went to Napa together, and so we're the Napa heroes, and we always go back and forth in that one. And I was talking to my my daughter saw me get a text from one of the Napa heroes last night. She's like, Napa heroes, what's that? I'm like, that's my group text um, with these people, and she's like, oh, you name your group text too? And I was like, yeah, do you? And she goes, yeah. Um, her little group of friends at school, she they call their group chat. And it's based on the TV show Friends. It's called The One Where They're Roommates. That's the name of their group chat. And I thought that was so cute. The One 
we're their roommates. And that's what we, how we name our podcast mm-hmm. yeah. based on that. And uh, so we, she was showing me some of her other group chat names and they're, they're just so creative. Do you have a funny group chat name? And if so, what is it? And why did you name it that? 702-364-9400. Uh, we got a couple of texts already and you guys are so funny. This one uh, says, um, we created a group chat name called What Do You Meme? We almost always post meme gifs and pictures and there has been many times where we have full-blown conversations just by posting memes. <laughs> I love those kind where it's just memes back and forth and you know exactly what the person is saying. Anytime I send out, uh, you know, on Sundays, well, on Mondays, it's Beat Mercedes for Minden Monday and I have a committee which is Jay Love and Steph and I always send them the songs. I, I have like three or four songs in my mind and I always ask them to respond with your meme or gif as to which song they want to pick. Uh, like so, I gave him, I gave him three songs on Sunday, and okay. so Jay Love responded with a picture of Shania Twain, and then Steph responded with a, uh, a meme of Shania Twain. Oh, so okay, I knew gotcha. Shania Twain was the, the song they wanted. As far as like my buddies and stuff, I've got and, and I don't know who named it, but these are like my my college buddies, my fraternity brothers, and there's one guy in the group. We'll call him Tom, and, and Tom's a stoner. And all through like, the past couple of years, anytime Tom will interject with something, it's like a stoner, like stoner type comment. So that group is now someone changed it to uh, Indica Tom. And that's a that's a strand of marijuana. Oh, okay. See, you lost me. I don't. I, I I'm not part of that world. <laughs> I, I was so the whole group chat is called that? the whole because he will be talking about hockey. We'll be talking about friends that are getting married. And anytime he jumps in, it's like, oh man, Tom, Tom is smoking right now. Oh, and that's so they named the whole group chat after the fact that Tom only jumps in when he's high. That's funny. Um, so David just texted us and says, "I'm in a band called Paper Dad. Our group chat is called Pay P A Y." P-E-R per dad. Pay per dad. I don't know why. Uh, this one says, during COVID, our group chat was called the song uh, songs Quarren Memes. Uh, my wife walks early in the mornings with a group of other women, and I named their group chat The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, and then this one says, here's a couple of mine. We're the cool moms, day drinking, and besties. I love I love those. You guys are keep those coming because I'm going to start naming some of our group chats. The three of us do not have a name. I just have you as Jay or JC and Steph in, in my. Um, yeah, we should well, name it at some point, but it's got to be right. We can't force it. No, it's got to come naturally. Yeah, we just can't come up with something right now. It's got to be a natural flow. Got to fit. The name. All right, Hot Three's next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about uh, this uh, this morning. We're going to talk about the best way for working men to avoid burnout. And it's, I never would have thought of this as one of the ways you could do that. We'll tell you what it is. Also, um, a new movie that's coming out this summer is just getting panned. But why experts say this is going to be a blockbuster? There's actually a formula. We'll explain. And have you ever been on a flight where it's an unruly pattern? Passenger. You're not alone. What the average is now for that? We're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. A new study has found that a happy marriage can help fight off work-related burnout, specifically among men. Men who are more successful professionally also tended to be more satisfied with their personal relationships. Now, for women, the results showed that detachment from colleagues and clients and a decrease in empathy and compassion 
had the greatest impact on burnout. So basically, if you shut everyone off and you don't care about anyone, that's when you uh, don't feel so burnt out. (laughs) Amazing for women. Cut everyone out. Basically, just be cold and heartless and you won't feel burnt out whatsoever. And there's every guy who just go and thrive and everything's going to be fantastic in your world. All right. I love it. Uh, Researchers believe that the findings are a result of just varying stereotypes and societal expectations uh, that are imposed on both men and women. A lot of times, women find themselves pressured by the amount of emotional support they give to others, whether it be colleagues, clients, and, or patients. And I can, I can actually relate to that. When you, have to, uh, when you have to take care of so many people, then it's job time and you're like, I'm already drained mm-hmm. and I haven't even done that. So I do get it. And I think it's just it's still having that empathy, but... Realizing you don't have to be that involved. You can be a little involved, but sometimes I feel like we think we have to just be full on in there. And sometimes you just need to offer a little bit of support. Instead of going all in and draining yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and you are uh, one of the biggest empaths that I know. I feel like if someone has pain around you, you're like a sponge. <laughs> Suck that, that pain up and, and, and you help the people around you, which is very sweet. Well, I can that see how it can drain you, though, as well. That can backfire severely, though. Like when people are happy, I love it. I get so happy. Uh-huh. And it's just uh, but when you walk into a room and and there's just like a negativity. Oh, man, I just go and I just turn into this monster. There's one specific person that, that I know that is just always upset about something always. But I really like them. They're they're a great person, but they are always upset. So when I see them, I just get so upset. And I'm like, why? What happened? I was fine five minutes ago. People are energy. I, I, I'm right there with you. And people so there's people that suck the energy out of the room where you walk into a room and you're you're ready to go. You're on fire. You're feeling good. Life is great. And you walk in and, and there's three people in that room that are in a bad mood and they're cranky or something. I'm the same way. I was like, oh, they start sucking the energy out of me. And you try to keep that, that powerful energy and, and stay positive. But if you're surrounded by that, yeah, that's going to suck the life out of you yeah i try to go like one by one like get one person on my side uh-huh. if i'm in a good mood and like i'll start joking around with that person then i start smiling like okay yeah now it's two against two all right let's get that that third person on our team and like you just go one by one and sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't yeah. sometimes they overpower you <laughs> the negative shall win I, I know also this morning indiana jones and the dial of destiny is one of the movies people are most looking forward to this summer blockbuster season well considering all the bad reviews it's been getting you'd think indy would just be dead on arrival but the opposite is true new research says that bad reviews often predict hits while positive reviews signal that a film will flop i i never agree with the quote-unquote movie critics Mm -hmm. i never agree with them it's so funny. Like they're like, this is the this is the movie of the year, and I see it. I'm like, that was so boring. I can't even, you know. There's the one. It was the Kevin Costner. It was called was it called Draft Day, uh, based on the NFL draft. That was a fantastic movie. Fantastic. I watched it on a plane for the first time, and I've seen it multiple times. I remember when that came out. That was destroyed by critics. And watching it on the flight, I'm like, this is a fantastic movie.
Yeah, I agree. I I love that movie. There's so many. It just it makes me think like, wow, I guess I'm not good enough to be a critic. But if we're in the majority here, then maybe they're not so good at their jobs. Yeah, critics. (laughs) Uh, Finally, this morning, a new report has found that bad behavior on planes is still happening more and more. There was one unruly passenger incident for every 568 flights worldwide last year. That is up from one in every 835 the year before. Verbal abuse and drunk people are the two main culprits, but not following the airline's rules ranks first. Um, the most common types of noncompliance are smoking or vaping on board, refusing to keep their seatbelt on, and uh, drinking booze that you bought at the duty-free store. You're not allowed to do that, people. I, I actually did not know that, but I don't buy booze from the duty-free <laughs> store, so there you go. Could you imagine someone vaping right next to on your flight? Oh, man, I thought there was going to be a, a showdown on my flight when we came back from uh, from Disneyland this past weekend. Uh, we were all We were all getting up the plane had uh, gotten to Vegas stopped they were they were doing the whole unloading thing and this guy gets up from the very back and just starts walking up oh, like boy. before like seatbelt off before we had even officially stopped and he stops and and everyone looks at him like where do you have to go that's more important than everyone mm-hmm. else and so he got caught in traffic because then everyone else started to get up and he was right behind the guy uh, in the row behind us and he kept hitting him with his bag and the guy behind us like can you stop hitting me with your bag and they were getting into it i was like oh gosh i I got my phone i'm like this is gonna be good but they didn't invite get the viral moment yeah hey we have our 7 a.m social club we'll be live for the entire hour and that kicks off in three minutes this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are live streaming the show right now. It's the 7 a.m. social. You can check us out on the air, off the air, on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook page. Just search Mercedes in the morning and you can see everything that goes on. It's a lot of fun. Um, I have some theories about this, so I'll save those for just a second. Um, But talk to us about what you think about the generations. It does seem like every generation 
they talk down about the generation behind them. They don't have anything nice to say about the generation behind them. There's always something negative about the generation behind them. And it happened, I'm going to be kind of vague here because I know they listen, but it was in the past week. I was around a millennial, and they were coming down on a Gen Z kid that I also know very well through uh, the horse community. And this girl is so sweet. She's so kind. She's so endearing. She's so helpful. And this person was saying, oh, she's so lazy. Oh, these this, this generations of kids, they're so lazy. And this is a millennial saying this about Gen Z. And I'm like, what are you talking about? For me, every Gen Z that I've encountered, they've been sweet, kind, endearing, um, helpful, super smart. Like Brooklyn and Sophie are both Gen Z, right? Yeah. I mean, your kids are just amazing. Every gen, my kid, my friends that have Gen Z kids, just fantastic. I think Gen Z is a fantastic generation. And I think this talking down about the generation behind us needs to stop. Well, I agree with you. I think Gen Z is going to save the world. I really do. They are going to save this world. They are so smart, um, so creative. It's so funny, so witty. Gen Z is... Oh, Kelly just said the same thing. Gen Z is going to save the world that the generations before them messed up. I could not agree. <laughs> okay, you just said I'm kidding, I'm we kidding. can't talk bad I'm about kidding. the generations. <laughs> well, JC is like, we must stop this behavior. And then he goes and cracks on millennials. What the heck? I'm so, sorry. It's the Gen X in me is coming out. It's just, it's so funny. I think everyone has their stereotype about each generation. Generation For boomers, it's that they complain all the time. Uh, for Gen X, it's that they're cold and heartless. And for millennials, it's that they constantly whine. <laughs> it, for for Gen Z, it's that they um, are just like the Zoomers, the, the, the iPad generation. It's always in front of their face. Like everyone has their, their theory. And I have a theory about... The generations. So we're at the Golden Knights game last night and the game's over and we want our picture taken in front of the T-Mobile where it says victory. So my husband asks someone that is older, I would classify as a boomer to take our picture. I'm like, what are you doing? This is going to be the worst picture ever. He's like, what? I go, you got to ask a Gen Zer mm-hmm. to take the picture. They take the best pictures. So we get it, uh, the phone back. Terrible head cut off. Like it's from the neck up. And I'm just like, worst picture ever. So then he asks another person that's like Gen X. I'm like, can we just find a Gen Zer to do this? So th- he asks the Gen X guy, I'll even show you this picture if you're on the 7 a.m. social club. What do they do? They take a picture of themselves. Selfies yes, of themselves. Selfie. I'm like, <laughs> turn it on themselves. These and hand Gen the phone Xers back. did that. So then, but we, wait, did the Gen Xer though do an actual photo too? Yes, but it was still terrible. Yeah, it was just, still the, bad. They'll focus. A Gen Xer will focus for a second. Like, okay. So then the millennial, he he goes to a millennial, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm looking for a Gen Zer in the meantime, and he they take one, but it it was kind of like. It, like they were like distracted. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Whatever. We find a Gen Zer. The best photos ever. Like they are such good photos. I'm like, look, look at that. They got the victory up there. They got the whole family. I'm like, Gen Zers can get it done.
Just ask a Gen Zer. If you want it done, ask a Gen Zer. We were downtown Summerlin, wanted a group photo after dinner, and a little Gen Zer running around. Excuse me, yes? Would you mind taking our photo? Oh, absolutely, sure. And he, we give him the phone, and it was the cutest thing. He goes, "All right, one, two, three, say cheese." <laughs> Took the picture and then spins it around and says, "Do you guys like it?" Yes, and they take both angles wide and like Instagram. They know, and th- I've learned this from my kids. So I think I take pretty good pictures of people. They may not expect me to, but I do because I've watched how they do it. And mm-hmm. they, yeah, they're like, "Do you like that? Is okay? Do you want me to take another one?" If you want your photo taken, ask a Gen Zer. They should have a booth of just Gen Zers in front of the T-Mobile Arena after the games so that they can take pictures for everyone because they're the best. Coming up here in the dirt, Taylor Swift is breaking records in the charts and she's breaking hearts. Details in about 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift, she never commented on the ignorant things that her boyfriend, Maddie Healy of the 1975, said earlier this year. And maybe she never will because they're saying that they broke up. So Taylor was first spotted hanging out with Maddie back in May, shortly after she ended her six-year relationship with Joe Alwyn. But her own fans kind of turned on her because some of the racist and homophobic comments that Maddie made on a podcast back in February. There's no word if that had anything to do with the breakup. Sources say they're both extremely busy and realize they're not really compatible with each other. Yeah, that's a... I I don't know. Maybe the fans opened her eyes to this stuff. And then she's like, oh, yeah, don't want to be involved with that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, speaking of racist comments, Morgan Wallen still has the number one song in the country. Yeah, I know that last night we Yes, some people may not remember that. Just Google it. Just Google yeah, it. Like, yeah, like, what's inter- he saying? The internet is there forever. Yes. Just Google and uh, you'll get my joke. Uh, so he stole the number one song in the country. Now, check this out. Speaking of Taylor Swift, she jumps from number 27 to number two on the charts with her song Karma. Pretty much thanks to this remix she did with Ice Spice. Steph, can you get the uh, clip where she just all Ice Spice says is facts? That's my favorite clip of this song. <laughs> now I say that all the time. Someone says something, I go, facts. <laughs> this is the best. Uh, yeah, we need that. If someone's telling the truth, just drop that. Facts. This is Swift's 25th top five Hot 100 hit. So Drake has the most top five Hot 100 hits with 35. So Taylor Swift now is 25. I think she'll catch Drake. At some point, you would think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Miley Cyrus, she drops to number two. To number three. Refrigerated? Uh, I, I do. Do you not refrigerate yours? I do, but I keep seeing people saying that you don't need to refrigerate butter. Not to get on a totally different mm-hmm. subject, but I've been meaning to ask you that this morning. Um, I do, and it's it's always in the refrigerated section at the supermarket too. Yeah. Why do people leave their butter out? But I, like, go back to your grand, at least my grandparents' house. I feel like the butter was always out at my grandparents' house. Yeah, and it was, it was. butter. And I loved it because it was always soft. Mm-hmm. You spread it on things. The worst is wanting to put butter on your toast and it's cold. So it rips yeah. the bread. Uh, yeah. Do I got to send you a picture of my butter? It's whipped 
So it's already it's 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 soft when you open it up. It's cold and also soft. Oh, I use that Irish butter. It's the best one. It's called Irish butter. No, um, what's the brand name of it? Kerry Gold. Oh, well, that sounds good. You gotta try the Kerry Gold Irish butter. It's delicious. Maybe we should do a butter taste test one day because there's so many different kinds of butter out there, and there's a difference in taste in butters. I, I saw this girl on TikTok, and that's her like guilty pleasure is eating butter out of the tub. Or getting chunks of butter and just eating it. It's not that. <laughs> so gross. That's great. <laughs> Releasing a cover song, that can be tricky. I, I think Luke Holmes, with his version of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, I think he nailed it. Here's Luke. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast to feel like I was drunk. Well, Ultimate Classic Rock put together a list of classic rock covers that they say are terrible. So I'm going to hit some of these. I'll give the original first. So you have Don McLean's American Pie. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was... Madonna covered that one. Thoughts on this one? You know, at the time that it came out, I liked it. But now that I listen to it, I'm like, no, I don't like it. It's, it's funny how a couple of years, well, a few years can make you change your opinion on something. It changes things. John Legend, imagine. Imagine all the people. Avril Lavigne tackled that song. Imagine the Gal Gadot song too they did during the pandemic yeah. oh my gosh I, I say there's no way you could do it better than John Lennon mm-hmm. just don't even try here's one that I disagree with and I love the original I love Simon and Garfunkel but the original is The Sound of Silence when my eyes were stared by the flash of a neon light <sighs> disturbed cover I thought that was a great cover this cover is excellent. I really think they did a good job. What do you think, Ice Spice? Facts. We just need the facts part. Just the facts. Facts. It is facts. It's a great cover right there. Hey, next hour at eight twenty-five, Little Mermaid. We got your passes to go see it. It's Mix ninety-four point one. Congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights winning game two of the Stanley Cup final last night at the T-Mobile Arena. I couldn't believe that we got to go. It was a last minute thing. My uh, brother-in-law had some tickets and he wasn't able to uh, sell them. So he's like, do you guys want to go? It's on me. We're like scrambling like, oh my gosh, like Sophie's at work. I'm at an appointment. We're like, I'm like, I'm rushing home right now. Yes, we're absolutely going. So it was uh, just so surreal. It was so cool to be there for that. See them win so handily. Um, It was great. And now they head to Florida. On, to play on Thursday. There was just something about last night's energy that seemed different. The energy all season is always big. The energy in the playoffs were big. The first game was huge. But something about last night, I said it earlier, the, the horn sounded louder. The crowd sounded louder. You could hear everything resonating through the TV. It must have been just what an experience to be there last night. I was talking to Steph about the game, and, and you said that you were having FOMO watching it on television. I really, really was. And there was a moment when watching the game that you can hear clearly through the television that I heard last game but this game last night man oh man it's when the audience 
was singing Lit's My Own Worst Enemy. This song here. No surprise to me. Oh my gosh. So DJ Joe Green, who does the music, and he is so incredibly talented. Like, he literally is ready for everything. When uh, Aiden Hill does a great save, he plays the King of the Hill music. Like, does he really? Yeah, he's, he's on it. The guy is so fantastic. We're so lucky to have him. So this has become his new thing, playing the lit and then the audience singing along. And I, I too, heard it on um, the first game one. And I'm thinking, wow, that's really cool that everyone's singing. So he played it again last night. And I, I was hoping he would. And when it came on, everyone was singing. It was so cool. Mercedes, you can hear it clearly through the television. Could you? Every single lyric, you can hear them screaming on the top of their lungs. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. So cool. What is it about this song that's just like... I don't know. It's the way it starts. Stay, put the whole song in. The way it starts. I think it's like an 18-second intro, too. We used to play this song all the time. It's just a great sounding song. I think we need a resurgence in this song. We need to bring it back, thanks to DJ Joe Green. And if you're listening, you should call us, because we want to tell you how amazing you are. And I would like to know the story, like behind this why did you decide to play it did you know people would sing did you ask people to sing did they just sing Can we forget about the things i said when i was drunk didn't mean to call you that i think we should play it that's just me if i can get five people to call us at 702-364-9400 let's let's play it but it has to be you wanting to hear it because if we just play it for us that would be selfish uh, i would say be selfish and play plus you're the music director so we can make those decisions <laughs> please call us and say you want to hear it but we can make the decisions on our own Are you kidding me let's do it i think it's funny because that steph was a fomo person and i typically am not a fomo person i am a romo person and there's i think there are two types of people in this world the fomo people and the romo people the fomo people have that fear of missing out they want to be a part of everything they see people on social media somewhere they wish they were there i am the opposite i am the romo person where it's the relief of missing out but i see people out and about i'm like i'm so glad i did not go to that thing <laughs> oh my gosh they're there i am so glad i did not go i have that relief of missing out on things <laughs> It's, you're one of the two. Are you a FOMO or are you a Romo? I'm a Romo. One of, <laughs> one of my close friends, is it's birthday today, Larry, and I saw him on Saturday. I'm like, what are you doing for your birthday? And this was Saturday. He goes, oh, we're having a big barbecue tomorrow afternoon. I'm like, oh, cool. And he goes, uh, you know, Ashley is his, his wife. He's Ashley asked if I should invite you. And I said, no. <laughs> so that way he's had to come up with an excuse not to come. <laughs> and I said, you're so true. That's a Romo. Romo, you know? Have fun, man. Thank I love you. Thank goodness. I don't have to go. <laughs> but I you know don't me. want to go. Like, don't even put it in front of me. It's a Sunday. I got to get ready for work. It's tough to do. Yeah, you know, I felt the same way with you on something I was going to invite. Oh, it was Matt's birthday uh, last year, year before last. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, are you going to invite JC? And I was like, no. No, he won't come. <laughs> he doesn't want to come. He doesn't like, like. I know you. I did you a favor. I was there there for Sophie's graduation. Yes, I was very happy. And I happy knew you that. would come to that. Yes. Uh, there's things I know that are your thing, and things I know are not your thing. And I think you feel the same way with me. And also, our phones are absolutely lit up, and our um, text line is absolutely lit up. Um, just really quick, Alexis, play it or don't play it. Play it. Uh, okay, Corey. Play it or don't play it, Corey. Play it. Play it. Okay, uh, Jessica, play it or don't play it. 
Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Anthony, play it or don't play it. Play it. Okay. Hey, Kelly, guess what? We're playing it. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. I can't even imagine being on the receiving end of this. Hundreds of people got the scare of their life after opening letters saying that they have cancer. <gasps> Over 400 people got the letters, but they actually don't have cancer. Grail, the maker of Galeri blood test, says that their test can detect more than 50 types of cancer, but a software glitch sent out incorrect letters. Those letters went out between May 10th and May 18th by a third party vendor known as PWN Health. Retraction letters, calls and emails were all sent out within 36 hours of the original cancer diagnosis letters. What a whirlwind of emotions you must experience getting that diagnosis and your mindset goes one way and then getting the call and saying, oh, we made a mistake. And all of a sudden it's like a second, a new lease on life. Yeah, that uh, I can't even imagine you. It makes you think, would you do life differently after finding out it was a mistake? And if you would, why don't you do life differently right now yeah. before you get that? Oh, that's so good, Mercedes. Like, why don't you mm -hmm. just, okay. You don't have to go through all that, but do it the way you want to do it. it that's what when people get those diagnoses and they're like, I'm going to do everything I've ever wanted to do. You should do that today. You should do that today with or without the diagnosis. That was, we need to make that like a post on Instagram. I'm serious. That, that's, that's, really, that's, that's great stuff. People don't think that way. People don't think that way. We just get up and do the same routine. Yeah. I mean, it's a gift. Everyone listening right now, we woke up. That's huge. Don't waste the day. And that, man, that's really good. What's the, I think I've said it on the air before. Because someone said it to me, like, uh, live every day like it's your last because one day you'll be right. And I know. It's like, whoa. I do a thing. And I think I mentioned the show a couple weeks ago. I, I do a thing where I'll, like, imagine myself, like, lying there in a the hospital. Like, I'm just I'm an old man. There's no one around me. I'm, you know, I'm like, I know the end is near. And just, like, thinking back, like, oh, why didn't I do that when I was in my 30s and stuff? Why didn't I do that? And, like, okay, poof, now here you are. Here you are. You're not that old man. You're the young guy. Go do with an old man what I've wanted you to do. That, then I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what you want to do, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I do that at the beginning of the year. Like people make their New Year's resolutions, and I say, "What's the one thing that I want to do this year that I've never done?" And it's usually travel related, like a place I want to go and see, or or something like that. And I I usually get it done. I think there's a couple of years, uh, definitely the COVID year, I did not get it done. Uh, but I try to do that because I just want to see different things. But you know, it's it shouldn't take like an an anniversary of something or a diagnosis to make you do it. You should just do it if you want to do it. Cutting the segment, putting inspiration. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm making this a thing. <laughs> That's do our believe poster yeah. for the day. <laughs> also this morning, I hope this is fake. If not, oh, kids have hit a new low for laziness. Some guy tweeted a photo after his cousin in seventh grade used chat GPT to cheat on a book report. It was on the 1989 novel, The Joy Luck Club, and the whole report is written out by hand. The first clue a kid didn't write it is the vocabulary. Like how many seventh graders use the word poignant? Now, there's even a more obvious clue in the same paragraph. Even though he copied it by hand, he forgot to remove 
ChatGPT's disclaimer at the bottom. So the, <laughs> the last paragraph handwritten says, as an AI language model, I don't have personal expectations or opinions. Some people think it's fake because the handwriting looks a little too good for a seventh grader. Other people think it's real. But are kids just so lazy now that they can't even cheat right? What's going on? Come on, guys. You're going <laughs> to cheat. Do it right. You got to catch those things. It's like if you're copying someone's homework and you write down, you know, Fran Smith. Oh, that's his name, not my name. Yeah, you got to be smart. <laughs> Finally, this morning, this seems something out of an 80s comedy and not something that would actually happen in 2023. There's a nightclub in Australia called Woolshed on Henley, and it's in hot water after a promotion where they offered women free drinks based on their bra size. An ad on social media said, the bigger the better, and the the women would get one free drink for an A cup bra size, two for a B cup, and three for a C cup. And that wasn't bad enough. They also encouraged women to remove their bras, saying, if your bra is uncomfortable, hang it up and let loose. That means you as well, boys. There was backlash online with a lot of people calling misogynistic and the bar canceled the promotion and apologized in a Facebook post. They claimed that they never intended for people to feel uncomfortable and body shamed and are workshopping ideas for different promotions that promote a fun, safe and inclusive environment for all. So how would guys, how would it work for guys to get their free drinks? They didn't. It was only for women, oh. unfortunately. But I'd get two free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, <Lord. laughs> That was a completely different scenario uh, than what I was talking about before. JC and I were talking about things that'll make you cry no matter what. Like, it just can, it'll make you tear up the second you see it or talk about it. Um, I started crying on the airplane on the way uh, to um, Orange County this weekend when we were going to Disneyland because I was watching this show called Goblin and I was on the final episode and something happened that made me like full on ugly cry and make noise cry. It was. <laughs> and the guy in front of me turned around and asked if I was okay. Did he really? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It I was, was like, an audible I, cry. I go, I'm sorry. I'm just watching the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he kind of laughed. He's like, oh man. And turned back around and Brooklyn's laughing at me. But what I was talking to you about was the thing that. No matter what, I will tear up over it. Does anyone have that one thing that when you think about it, it's like tears, you you get upset. For me, see, now I don't want to talk about it because I get upset. Sometimes I'll think about the retirement homes that people will check their loved ones into only to never go visit them. And I'll think about these poor, oh gosh, I'm going to start crying. I'll think about these poor older people who have lived their lives and probably dedicated much of their lives to other people only to be put in these retirement homes and never have anyone visit them. And just day in and day out, they're just kind of sitting there and wishing someone would visit them. And that breaks my heart. Just thinking about that. I And I don't know why I always take myself to that place it's so it's so bizarre as a kid in school there was a nursing home down the street from us and uh this is when i went to catholic school and we used to go visit the nursing home and it was just like that mercedes there's all these old people there 
that I had no one to come visit them. <laughs> and we would go there, and we had almost had like an adopted like nursing home person. And we'd go in, and I remember like my guy was really friendly. Uh, one of the girls had <laughs> he was kind of a pervert, but a super nice guy still. Aww. But it was like the same thing. You walk in, and these were just like you said, people that had they were just I mean, heaven's waiting room. That's what it was. No one was going to visit them, and they were kind of there at the at the end of the days. That is sad. It just breaks my heart, and like part of it makes me feel like I should just go and talk to someone. But then, do they want people to come talk? To? I don't know. <laughs> Get out of here! I want my silence. We're fine. <laughs> you just go. You know, worry about yourself, lady. Um, what is that thing for you? Do you have that? I do. Um, it's it's a U two song. It's called uh, "All I Want Is You." It was not in the system. I have it on my phone, but. I, I cry, and the reason I cry, because U2 was doing a concert like 10 years ago, the 360 tour, and I think they were in Denver, and they wrap up their concert, and there's a guy holding up a sign the entire show, blind guitars, bring me on stage, blind guitars. So they, this, they're, they're done. Bono's saying, good night, Denver, love you. And he sees this guy, and he's like, come up on stage. I'm just joking, I'm going to think about it. And uh, he's like, you can play. The guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bono like gives him his, his guitar. And he starts playing the song, All I Want Is You, a couple of riffs. It's like, din, 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 din. If you know the song, he starts to play it. And then and, and he goes to stop, and Bono's like, keep going. And he keeps going, and Bono starts to sing. So now Bono is on stage, 30,000 people singing, and next thing you know, Larry Mullen Jr. comes out. And next thing you know, The Edge comes out. Adam Clinton comes out. They all pick up their instruments again, and they play the entire song with his blind guitarist Aww. on stage. It's just like, so oh. you think about what that meant to that person in that moment and like, oh, I could totally see why you would get choked up on that. But then Bono put his hand out to shake his hand and he reached right in and grabbed it. I'm like, how'd you know where his hand was? <laughs> no, maybe it was just like he felt, he felt the air change. Um, like, wait a second. He just high five Bono. How'd you know that was coming? What, what's the thing that always will make you tear up when you think about it? Hey, Jasmine, what is it for you? Oh, what makes me sad is I watch TikTok and I get on my feed soldiers coming home and I just uncontrollably cry. Oh, <laughs> I yell no. after watching him. <laughs> How can you not? How can you not tear up when you see those? Jasmine, I think a lot of people are with you. Just really quick, I want to talk to Joseph. Hey Joseph, good morning. What do you think? Uh, you got it wrong, Mercedes. The whole retirement home? Oh, please. Don't don't come see me. I don't want to have a kid come see me and get money and stuff. Don't bother me. I'm perfectly happy there at the retirement home with all my other friends and stuff. No. Just I'm done. Leave me alone. I've had I'm enough good. of you yeah. people. <laughs> Joseph, your kids are here. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Joseph, because now that thought that always made me cry, it's going to make me laugh now, and it's all because of you. Thank you so Great. much. Hey, guys, there's tickets for you to go see Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pitbull. It's the trilogy. Tour, T-Mobile Arena. We have them around 9.35. But up next is Tuesday. We got Try It Tuesday. Yeah, this is uh, one of those viral concoctions where you add this and then you add that and then you create this item and people are going nuts for it on TikTok. We're going to try it and tell you what we think. It's coming up on Try It Tuesday and that's on the way next. We've got this passes for you to go see The Little Mermaid coming up here in just about seven minutes. It is Tuesday, and that means it is time for Try It Tuesday. We are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel and on Facebook. Just search for Mercedes in the morning. You can actually see what we are trying today. Actually, it's kind of showing in the screen. I better move it really quick before I do the big reveal. Um, if you were on there, you saw it. Uh, so here we go. 
today's Try It Tuesday item is like a collaboration, and it is the newest trend on TikTok. It is an ice cream sandwich, but it's not your typical ice cream sandwich. It is an ice cream sandwich made from McDonald's hash browns and a McFlurry. Um, the trend started by an Australian TikToker, Kelly Arvin, who posted the video last month of her making the snack in her car. She got the idea to put the two foods together while she was at home and she was craving something that was salty and sweet. And she described the sandwich as salty, crunchy, potatoy, and sweet and rated it a perfect 10 out of 10, you guys. Whoa. Wow. A lot of people say that the sandwich looks really gross. Others say it's just like dipping your French fries in ice cream. So who's ready to try the hash brown Oreo McFlurry ice cream sandwich? I think we all are, but we have to assemble it too, right? Yeah. yeah. Put this thing together. So let's, um, let's take our McFlurry. And um, mine's melty. Because Steph got these last night in order to. Yes. You can't get them early, right? I think the earliest. Well, the one that I go to is the one off of Rainbow and Badura. They start selling them at 8.30 or 9. And, of course, it's a little too early for us. So I got mine or ours last night. Okay. But hash browns are fresh. Hash browns yeah. are fresh. They're yes. warm. Yeah. They smells feel good. really nice. I love McDonald's hash browns. Me too. So let's take the hash brown and then, I guess, put a dollop of... The McFlurry. Okay. <laughs> this, this looks so. This is part of the fun, I think, with some of these. You get to assemble things. So I, I'm just oh putting my gosh. a dollop on there. Oh my gosh! And it's it's combining with the warmness of the hash brown. Same. Got my spread it on there like peanut butter. This looks so bizarre. It looks funky. Oh my! It I does. don't know how I'm gonna feel about this one. I know you were having some stomach things this past. I week. know. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about that. Now that my stomach's feeling back to normal, all of a sudden, uh, I'm gonna do this to myself. All right. And then you take okay. the second hash brown. Okay. And you place it on top for your ice cream sandwich. Everyone got it done here. Let's it see. looks like a chicken sandwich. It does <laughs> with like tartar sauce in yeah. there yes. or something. Um, the, did I say the McFlurry is Oreo flavored? I don't know. If I didn't, it's Oreo. Is that required or just, that's what we want? That's just what the TikToker lady used. So, um, who wants to try first? You go first. You're all assembled, Mercedes. You you go first. You look ready. Oh my gosh. I don't know how I feel about this. Okay. Uh, the hash brown Oreo McFlurry ice cream sandwich. Here we go. Hmm. <laughs> it's not bad. It's oh, it's dripping. It's actually pretty good. There's something about the the ice cream with the with the potatoes that tastes really good. I I like it. Ooh. You guys see, what do you think? All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You got a big bite too, Mercedes. I well, it's because I didn't put any of the ice cream on the ends, so I had to take a big one so I could get the ice cream. Yeah, it is dripping. Watch out, Steph. It drips because the uh, the hash brown's melting it. Here we go. (laughs) That was his mic stand, by the way. (laughs) It wasn't anything else. (laughs) That's intriguing. 
Yeah, I like the hot and cold mixed together. Yeah. There's something about that. And hash brown. Oh my, it's been years since I had a hash brown. Oh, no. A McDonald's oh one, which are like the greatest. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I'm instantly picking it up for a second bite. There's something about the cold and the hot mixed together. That sounds really good. And tastes really good. It's it's pretty good, Steph. I'm curious yep. what you think. Okay, Here. I'm a messy eater too, so I'm gonna use the bowl as a smart as a little catcher. Hmm. Hmm. It's not bad. It's better than I expected. Yeah. I like the sweet and saltiness. Yeah. Oh, it's growing on me the more I eat it, and I'm a lover of hash browns. An Oreo McFlurry is my favorite at McDonald's. I would do. I would eat this whole thing. This is good. Yeah, it is good, right? It's pretty filling though because it is two hash browns. Yeah, and a and a McFlurry. And a McFlurry. <laughs> and, yeah, and some of the McFlurry inside. What would you classify this as? Like a dessert, an afternoon little treat, a little little snack, after dinner dessert. I have to take another bite because I didn't have enough McFlurry on mine. Um. I consider this like a splurge. It's like if you have your uh, calorie intake set at 2000 and you finish the day and you're at 1200, I'd say go get one <laughs> and treat yourself. I don't know how many calories is in this, honestly, but it's really good. Though. I like that flavor and the taste. You do have to eat it quite fast, though. It, yeah, because mine all melted, yeah. my McFlurry, and then <gasps> it's soggy. It did. It melts right in there. Look at that. Yeah. It sinks right in. There, but you see, it's, yeah, it's drippy. drippy and stuff. Yeah, um, that's my only gripe is that because the hash browns are hot, which is a good thing, it melts the McFlurry right away. So you have to really go for it. Fast. I would eat it the rest with a fork, maybe, or a spoon. Would you order this having tasted it now? Would you go back and order it? No. Me neither. Mm, yeah, I think it's like a one and done type of thing. But I would order them individually and eat my hash browns and then after wash it down with the <laughs> I just wouldn't combine them. But I did like it. I would get, still give it a thumbs up, but I would, on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it a 7.9. Yeah, there's no way I'd ever go and order it and do this again. But it, this is a, was a fun thing to do. So look at me, something fun to try. And, you know, it's, it's not the healthiest thing, but it's delicious and it's fun to put together with the family. I would say do it. It's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, try it and see what you guys think. But the, uh, I never thought there would be a day that I had uh, an ice cream sandwich made out of hash browns in my yeah. story, ever. There's yeah. a first time for everything. The more I ate it, I was like, oh, I'm getting real full. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. That was real good, but I'm getting real full. Hey, this passes to go see The Little Mermaid. We have him come up, coming up here in just about three, four minutes. It's Mix 94.1. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant. Megan, your caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Woohoo, yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, all right, let's do this. We want to get you these uh, passes to see the Little Mermaid and then get you qualified for this beautiful butterfly necklace from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Just pick a category. Do you want to go with Yo-Yo, Pacific Ocean, Donald Duck, or Down the Aisle? Uh, let's go with Donald Duck. Donald Duck it is. Donald Duck Day is on Friday. So these are all different Disney characters, okay? Okay. Who yeah. do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, let's pick you, Mercedes. Okay. She was just there this weekend. Perfect I selection. Was, I love yeah. it. All right, Megan, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win. And ladies, you start now. She wears a glass slipper. Uh, Cinderella. Yes. Uh, let it go. Let it go. Um, Elsa. Yes. Uh, he does not wear pants. He has a red shirt. He is yellow. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yes. He is, or uh, she is the main girl of Mickey. Minnie Mouse. Yes. Uh, he comes out of a lamp and he's like, oh, I've got the worst genie in the neck. Yes. Uh, this is, he <laughs> is really tall with long ears, hangs out with Mickey. Uh, Goofy. Yeah. Yes. Woo! Nice job, Megan. Congratulations. Thank you. So, Megan, you're all set with those passes to go see Disney's The Little Mermaid Fandango Passes, and then you're qualified for this grand prize. That's a butterfly necklace from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. This thing is stunning, and that could be yours. You'll find out on Friday morning. Hey, with Disney in Disneyland, is there Winnie? Is Winnie the Pooh hanging out there walking around? Um, Sometimes he's got his own ride. Oh, he does? Yeah. He's What's got, that one like? Um, it, it, Like you sit in this little beehive, and you go through and it's it's really cute you see all his friends and then they have um have a little birthday party for him it's very very cute i want to do that next I time like, it's a good ride when it's really hot out there it's nice and dark and cool in there. <laughs> it's perfect hey next hour 9 35 we've got your tickets to go see enrique iglesias ricky martin pitbull it's the trilogy tour your tickets at 9 35 her nickname is ursula Ooh. Do you have a secret nickname for an in-law of yours? Uh, (laughs) This is not my, this is not us. This is uh, someone we know. And whenever he refers to his mother-in-law, he calls her Ursula because he says that um, she reminds him of Ursula from The Little Mermaid. I don't know if he's talking about physical resemblance. I've never seen the mother-in-law and have no idea what she looks like. Physical resemblance, um, attitude, personality. They have no idea. But he's like, oh, yeah, good old Ursula. Her and her (laughs) whatever. Like, I, I get the impression that they are not like 
the best of friends, but that's what he calls his mother-in-law. He refer- When she's not around, of course, to her He's not going to say to the face, right? <laughs> yeah, but he's like, is Ursula coming coming over? And so we're like, do you actually know someone named Ursula? It's not that common of a name. He's like, no, that that's my mother-in-law's secret name. I'm like, oh, okay. Do you, do you have like nicknames for family members? Where you only refer to them by these names when they're not around, but maybe it's based off of a personality trait or that they <laughs> look like someone. Does anyone else do this? 702-364-9400. I meant to ask if they have a nickname for the the father-in-law, and I, I forgot to. I, I should find out if oh, they have yeah. one. But do you have a secret nickname for a family member? It's Laura's aunt, and... Uh... Her nickname is Aunt Mundane. Um, <laughs> Aunt Mundane? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, she's Aunt Anne, and uh, but just and, and she's since passed away. Like two years ago, she passed away. But Mercedes, the most mundane conversations at dinner. Oh, no. Uh, I'd be sitting there, and she always talked to her Lars Aunt Les. Les, this celery is... It's extra juicy. Did you get it down to the farmer's market this year? <laughs> They're selling it for 15 cents a pound. It's up from five cents from last year. And then, like, we, you know, whatever other stuff we have, like, uh, you know, oh, it's, it's supposed to snow this weekend. I wonder if Donnie's going to plow the driveway or if Donnie's going to have his kids shovel it. It's like it's the most mundane conversations. <laughs> Can we have but a Come on, and and pick it up. Spice to the... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, Walt, there's uh, two or three logs on that fireplace. Because last year you put two on it. This year there's three. It's like, and mundane. <laughs> Got to calm down. I think I would have liked her. <laughs> the, thing, the topics of conversation sound so great. Oh, she's the best. What but... is your nickname for a family member that they don't know about? 702-364-9400. Uh, this text we got says omg we do the same thing for my mother-in-law all she does is want to eat mcdonald's so we call her auntie d's <laughs> <laughs> send her over here we have a mcdonald's left over from try tuesday let's talk to uh jenna real quick jenna do you have a nickname for a, a family member yes i do who is it i call my mom my mom Mrs. Kravitz, because she's a nosy neighbor looking out the window, checking on what her neighbors are doing. Mrs. Kravitz, what's that? What is that associated with? With uh, Bewitched. Oh my gosh, I, I just Googled her. Her name is Gladys Kravitz. <laughs> yes, I see. They they have pictures of her stare at the window. At. That should be my nickname. I do that all the time. I stare at people out the window. That's your nickname is Miss Kravitz? <laughs> Jenna, thank you. I thought she was referring to like Lenny Kravitz. I was like, <laughs> Lenny's mom? Yeah, or Lisa Bonet, who used to be Mrs. Kravitz. I thought that's what you were talking about. Uh, Jacob, what's your nickname for a family member? Call him Hangover Hank. Hangover Hank. <laughs> he, he, likes to, he likes to drink, and uh, we, don't, we don't call it in front of him, but that's his name inside the family. When he wakes up in the morning, I'm guessing he's not a happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> it's a whole Hangover Hank. Thanks, Jacob. That's funny. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, the top things that people think they are good at, but really they are not. Also, um, what is the most and least expensive airport? And is Las Vegas on the list? And um, wait until you hear this. We're going to talk about a groom that's going viral for doing this as he walked down the aisle. What was it? It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. 
Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. So a lot of people are going to be traveling this year. And one thing that just seems to be going higher and higher are plane ticket prices. A new report from the Bureau of Transportation Statistics reveals the average domestic ticket price by airport for 2022. And It finds that the smaller airports are near larger metro areas often have the cheapest fares. Um, They tend to be less expensive when they're kind of isolated or when they're not isolated. Um, But if you're shopping for the cheapest fares, this report says that you want to look at these airports, the the least expensive airports are San Bernardino, California, Santa Maria, California, Ogden, Utah, Provo, Utah, and Stockton, California. They say they tend to have the low-cost carriers, usually have the lower fares, uh, but cost aside, bigger airports do come with some benefits that you don't get at the smaller airports, right? If they, uh, if there's talks of that second Las Vegas airport going there closer to what's between Gene and, and Prim, between Gene and State Line. If they build that secondary airport and the, ch- the flights are cheaper, I'll, fly, I'll drive out there all day for that. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, I think about like... The North Las Vegas Airport, where does that fly to? Is that just like regular? Oh, I think it's um, a lot of like private planes and stuff. Is there an oh, airline okay. that flies out of there? I'm I not don't think sure. So. I was there last year and it was, a, it was a private operation that I was a part of. Same with the Henderson Executive Terminal. It's I think it's all private planes out there as well. Yeah, as far as like uh, expensive airports, you want to you want to avoid if you can. Like I say, these are huge cities. Uh, LAX is number one, followed by Chicago, O'Hare, Denver, Atlanta, and Newark. As far as where Las Vegas is on the list, we're we're kind of up there. Uh, we're number thirteen as far as uh, pricing goes. How far was it for you? Because as a, like a kid, if we were flying, it was an adventure to get to the airport. We weren't close to the airport. How far growing up were you from your house to the airport? Well, when I was very little, um, it was probably a half hour. It, it was uh, Stapleton Airport, and that was kind of like just north of, of Denver. Now we're like just over an hour. It's a DIA. It's way out from where my mom lives. She lives like in this very like far southwest and the airport is like in the very far northwest, so it takes forever to get to our place uh, to the airport now. That's the one with all the things, right? Why is there barbed wire to keep people in versus you no know, to keep keep people from getting out of the airport instead of people sneaking into the airport? There's all those things at the airport. There's uh, little Lucifer is the worst. Lucifer. Lucifer is the blue horse that greets you and, and says goodbye to you, and it wants to kill you. <laughs> you've never look, Google Lucifer. Okay. You'll see. You'll see who I'm talking about. If you've ever flown in or out of DIA, you know there's this blue horse with red laser oh eyes, gosh. and it's just why is this here? Like it's terrifying. I'm pulling it up right now. And there's a bunch of other things, like paintings and murals that wasn't like the um oh the Omega or what's the secret society that's supposed to be out there? Oh the the Illuminati? Illuminati. Is there, is there Illuminati stuff at the at the airport? Um that's what they say. There's like weird paintings that people are like, What what does this even mean? It it's it's kind of interesting. The headline of this article, everything you ever wanted to know about Lucifer, the demon horse of DIA. What does it say? Uh it's let's see here. Lucifer, some love it, some hate it. Um, let's see, it's just going on trying to find what about it. It's a it's a Mustang horse. He's scared. is the horse a killer? Yes. 
I think a guy died putting it together. What's with those eyes? People question the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, Louise uh, Jimenez died in 2006 at 65 after part of the Mustang came loose while he was working on it. It severed an artery in his leg mm-hmm. and he bled to death. Thank you very much. It's terrifying. It's not a place that you want to go. I'm oh just my saying. gosh! <laughs> I am not for the Denver T- Transportation Bureau, but I care about your safety. So bled to death putting that thing together. Yeah, it's scary stuff. I'm telling you. Oh, it is very scary. <laughs> um, also, this morning, let's move on from airport, shall we? Uh, what's something that a lot of people think that they're good at but aren't? Is there something that comes to mind for you? Everybody thinks they're so good at this, but really they're not. Um, making love. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Your your mind always goes there, I've noticed. I was thinking of just regular everyday things. Oh, like cooking? Uh, 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 barbecuing? Well, being a good listener was number one oh, on I'm the not list. Good at that. Everybody thinks that they're a good listener, and they're actually not. Driving was the first thing that popped into my mind. That was number two. Staying out of drama is number three, and being humble is number four. That was followed by singing, parenting, and being honest. Is there something you think you're good at, but really, at the end of the day, you're probably not? We well, want to go to you real fast because you've really, I know you always come down on yourself. When you try and don't make it a gimmick or a bit and you try to sing, you have a really good singing voice. You are such a I'm de- Steph, wouldn't you agree? I mean, sometimes we do sticky stuff and you be goofy and laughing through it. But if she really tries, don't you think? I think that I haven't heard enough of Mercedes No, and you will never, ever hear enough of Mercedes. You already have a good speaking voice. Yeah. I can't see why you wouldn't be a great singer, maybe. It, it doesn't translate. It does. It when you doesn't. try, because half the time we're not trying, we're laughing, it's a bit. But if you really focus and want to put some effort into it, it's really good. No. It, well, I appreciate you saying that. That is very kind of you. But I am probably the worst singer out there. Thanks. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I spice agrees. Um, finally, this morning, there are times when it's not cool to be scrolling through Instagram. When you're in a meeting, when you're at the movies, when you're in the middle of getting married, there's a video that's going viral of a couple walking back down the aisle after getting married on their way out of the church. The bride beaming, beautiful, smiling, chatting, while the groom has his head down buried in his phone. It looks like he's scrolling through photos or messages. Maybe he's ordering something on Amazon. I don't know. But the woman notices him looking at his phone, but doesn't seem that bothered. But the internet sure is. There are countless comments slamming the guy and predicting the demise of the relationship. It got so intense that the original video was taken down by the family member that posted it. No one knows for sure what was happening but um uh, uh, someone who claims to have been there says that this was not the official walk down the aisle the person who shared the footage when the groom was engaged with the bride and the guest they, they say that there were a lot more people inside so this makes sense they also say the couple went back into the church to take photos with family and this was them leaving the second time if that's the case he was probably just scrolling through some of the group pics that were taken or i don't know maybe coordinating with someone about the reception yeah that kind of makes sense when you look at it but yeah you're right she is beaming with joy and it's, it's he's looking right down on his phone i can see how yeah and it's, it's kind of disorganized in the background so maybe that was the case he was taking the photos or something want to see what he had but yeah i would not uh 
<laughs> Imagine that. You and Matt get married, and Matt's buried in his phone as you're saying your I do's. Oh, yeah. POV. Just married. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when that, what's the thing you do? The 360? What, what's the thing? Life 360? No, what's the one we got to uh, You got to take a picture immediately when you get the. Uh, oh, um, uh, be real. Be real. Yeah. Be real. Is ass. If your be real went off during your wedding, it's like the picture of you, and then you're looking at your bride. That would be the best be real ever. It'd be perfect. Hey, there's tickets to go see Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pitbull. We have them in the 9 o'clock hour at 9.35. Hello. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was talking to Steph, too. I was trying to get something. I had something for you last week. I was trying to find it to play it for you this week. It's not on there? No. Um, Steph is looking for it right now. Um, here's a question for you. And I, and I have what, what they say is the, the right answer, the right song to do. If aliens were to invade, what should be the first song we play for them? So there are Mercedes, you're outside, all of a sudden, hello, aliens show up. And you're like, I got to play something for you. What will be the first song that you play for aliens? Um, something welcoming. Something where they feel comfortable, not threatened. I'd say um, something by Celine Dion. Ooh. I just, you know, it's just, she's just got a beautiful voice. Um, she, she just... I would do like my my heart will go on or um that's the way it is. That's just like a nice happy song. Wait, okay, this one here. No, this one here. No, we don't want that. And he's like, okay. The the upbeat one where she's like, and that's the way it is. I don't know why. There's actually a list that says what it is. Yeah, let me give you number five here, too. And and see if you agree. So the aliens come down, the aliens invade. When the eyes were stared by the flash of a neon. They say the introspective and haunting ballad reflects on the complexities of human existence and the longing for connection and understanding. What is this? And in the naked light, I this saw is actually, um, 10, I mean, it's a nice song and all, but I, I, I think they'd be very confused, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I love that song. I mentioned that we played that earlier for some reason. No cover songs. I think Simon and Garfunkel are amazing. Would I play that for Aliens? Probably not. Here's the number four song: Aliens Arrive. You play them this. Don't believe me, just watch. I think this would be too loud. I think they'd be like, ah, what's happening? <laughs> they take off. Yeah. And they say the lively and infectious tune represents the vibrant and energetic side of human culture. Okay. Nice in theory, but I don't know about that. Okay, aliens get off their, their spaceship, and there you are, and you reach your, your, your phone, and you play them this. This is the number three song. I see trees of green, red roses too. This is a good one. I've seen them blue. Yeah, I can see this. From in you. And 
Do you work at Wynn Lakeside Restaurant? Are you sick of hearing the song? What a wonderful I've only been there to eat one time, so I'm not. But I could see you being there and just always like, oh, gosh, please stop. Just like three times a night that show goes yeah. on. I think they changed it. I think they use it. But for years, that song would play over and over. It's a wonderful song. But if you hear it four or five times a night, it might get tiring. Uh, number two song, according to this article, if aliens were to invade, this is the song we should play for them. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. This is very, very frightening. No, absolutely not. Fade freak. Before I hit number one, do you have any other thoughts as to a song to play for aliens? For aliens, yes. Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Smooth criminal. Mm. They'd be like, this is Bob. This is Bob singing this. <laughs> I know Bob. <laughs> what does Bob go by here? Well, we call Bob and his friends Alien Ant Farm. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Wow. Alien Ant Farm is from your planet? Well, no, but he's, they're from Riverside, so same thing. Nope. <laughs> they like, we like the original by Michael Jackson. No. I, I, I think this is, you were talking about remakes earlier. I actually think that's a pretty good remake. It is a good song. remake, yeah. I really like that one. Okay, according to this article, here it is. So, so we all know now, play the song, Aliens Ever Invade. This is the song we should play so they don't get upset. It's this one right here. Just not the Avril Lavigne version that we heard earlier. <laughs> no, no, no. So now we're all prepared when aliens invade. They, that's what we play. they ask the most random questions on surveys. Like, who thought that would be a good survey? <laughs> hey guys, let's ask people what song we should. I sometimes I'm like, what were they thinking? That's really? Lord this time. What meal we should feed aliens <laughs> when they first arrive? <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. We give them two hash browns and tell them to put McClurry in the middle of it. <laughs> it's cold and hot. Delicious. Coming up this hour, so it's the Trilogy Tour. And the Trilogy consists of Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pipple. That show is going to be here in November, T-Mobile Arena. We've got your tickets right around 9.35. It was at this time yesterday that you had brought up that situation with your friends and the birthday gift for their child. Oh, yeah. Um, if you missed it, uh, there were some friends that we had for years. Um, and then they just all of a sudden kind of like dropped us. And there's two sides to every story. So I want to put that out there. Um, but uh, apparently something went awry when they they had moved and they came back to town and we made plans to go to dinner. And we asked if we could move the dinner just an hour earlier because uh, that night we got surprise tickets to go see Taylor Swift. And that would have given us from four until eight, like four hours together because we we weren't going to go for the openers. And uh then they just canceled on us all together and never spoke to us again. So weird. It's really, it bizarre. really is bizarre to me. But like I said, there's two sides. Maybe the, some, I don't know. I don't know what else could have happened. But yeah, that was that. And uh, actually today is their son's birthday, who I just love. And he's just so sweet. And we were really close. And so my question was, should I send a birthday gift? And, uh, you know, uh, just I didn't want to 
be like, hey, I know you guys won't talk to us, but here, you know. Mm -hmm. But I sent it anyway. And uh, I got the notification that it arrived yesterday. Oh. Yeah. And did you get a note from your friend saying, thank you so much for the gift for our kid, Charlie? No. <gasps> nothing? nothing? Nothing from Charlie. No. Oh. I, I, but maybe maybe it's coming. Maybe they didn't open it yet. Sometimes I get boxes and I don't open them right away. Yeah. Yo, I'm tr- I try to give the benefit of the doubt. But if I'm being 100% honest, I don't think I'm going to get any sort of uh Thank you, which is fine. I didn't do it for a thank you. I did it because I care about the little boy yeah, and sure. I love him. And and uh, I'm really sad the way things went, you know, turned out. But you know, getting friend dumped, I think it hurts more than like a relationship dump. Have you ever been friend dumped before? Well, so for, for there's a situation with my wife with Laura, and, and every so often this pops up, and it really uh, bothered her and perplexed me as well. Her roommate in college, which she had for two years. Um, and I would see her every so often because I went to visit Laura when she was in college, like every other weekend. So I would see her roommate and stuff from, from every so often. And she was a really sweet girl. Graduation happens. They hang out at graduations. Next day, poof, she's gone. Never hears from her again. What? She can't find her. She searched social media. Like when, after graduation, for the first couple of years, Laura was trying really hard to track her down. Could not find her. Looked on Facebook, and every couple of years now pops up. She's like, "Yeah, I wonder what happened to Emily." And she'll look, and she can't. She cannot find her. She's not on social media. She's just disappeared. And put like, put her her full her got, first and last name in there. I, I'll find her in uh, thirty seconds. Let me. I asked Larks. I forgot her name. Oh, <laughs> never well, mind. She graduated in two thousand and five, so it's been a couple of years. But but so but every so often, Laura brings it up that she, it's really crazy that this person that was a roommate for two years is just disappears. And she's like, "I didn't." everything was great but the same thing as you Mercedes are questioning did I do something was I a bad roommate and she never said anything but every everything seemed happy up until after graduation she's just gone it's funny because I I tried to do that with my friend but her name is so common that there's like thousands it was Jennifer White and she was my roommate in uh in college and I want to find her so bad and we actually did keep in touch after college but then we all of a sudden went our separate ways and I keep trying to track her down I can't find her but if the name's not super common, I'll find her in 30 seconds. I'll get it from Laura. I have my go-to uh, sites that's like, boom, 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 boom. Here, here's this person. There's their address. I'm texting her right now. She's in Nashville at a conference. Okay. I'm going to text her. I want to get that. Because I want to see if we can find her. But what? there is like witness protection. There's, a, there's, there's stuff out there that Do happens. Do you think that she's in witness protection? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my Who knows? Gosh. We'll find out, though. Uh, what's trending is up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay. We are going to talk about those Vegas Golden Knights. They picked up the dub last Last night. Also, Taylor opens the vault. And if you love Cheez Its, you need to head to Joshua Tree this week. All that is coming up in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. VGK is trending this morning. Just two games away. Last night, the Vegas Golden Knights. One game two of the Stanley Cup final, seven to two. The team went on the offensive last night with Jonathan Marchessault and Brett Howden's two goals, along with one from Alec Martinez, Nicholas Waugh, and Michael Amadio. Goaltender Aiden Hill, he was just insanely good despite losing the shutout in the third period. Game three of the Stanley Cup final would be on Thursday night in Sunrise, Florida. It's no surprise. 
This is the official theme song, the unofficial yeah. theme song, rather, of the games now. Everyone starts singing it. It's so much fun. The announcers, when, uh, I mean, they destroyed them last night. I mean, just the energy of the team, the energy of the, the arena. <laughs> the announcers' game was over. Better be better be careful, Vegas Golden Knights, because this one's going to Florida. Oh, of course. Like, everything they've done the past two games, ah. I will give Gretzky some credit. He's been he's been saying that he doesn't think that we've even seen the best Vegas team yet. He says that he thinks that we're going to I say we, but that the team is going to keep getting better and better. So, I was like, "Thank you Wayne Gretzky for giving them some credit." I like Gretzky's commentary. He's, he's funny too at times. Yeah. And so is uh the other guy. What's his name? The goaltender guy? Oh, he's so Oh gosh, I can't. I'm so embarrassed that I can't remember his name. Who is the the one answer's name is uh, Jonesy? Uh, no, the one on the far right, if you're looking at the TV, he's like one of the most famous goalies in hockey, and I'm spacing Oh, I'm, his I'm name. drawing back on it, too. Ah, it's going to pop in my head, or, or someone so, yeah, knows. So but, man, I'm so embarrassed that I forgot. When they go to like the halftime, the halftime, the, the intermission there between the game, between, he's like the pregame stuff, or is he one of the announcers? No, he's one of the announcers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm spacing. It's not Ron Hextall, is it? No, it starts with an H. It starts with... Does it start with an H? Not Gordy Howe. He's No, deceased. it's definitely not Gordy Howe. Um, <laughs> let me see. Nobody's texting. Okay, it's, I know we're on a delay. Someone will, someone will tell us. Oh, wait. I just got a text. Oh, no. My garage just opened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Henry? Henry Lundquist. Yes, thank you so much. I was so... He... Um, He's good. I like him. He was talking about how um, this is the loudest stadium he's ever been in and how at one point on the big screen it said, and now a moment of Zen. And he goes, and so I was expecting a moment of Zen. And then on the screen it said, ha ha, just kidding. And then it got even louder. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Uh, So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. Uh, Yesterday she revealed her full track list, including the From the Vault tracks off of her Speak Now Taylor's version album. Those tracks include uh, collaborations with Paramore's Haley Williams, Fallout Boy. She said that since Speak Now was all about songwriting, she wanted to go to the artists that influenced her, and those were them. The Haley Williams song is called Castles Crumbling, and Fallout Boy's collab is called Electric Touch. Speak Now, Taylor's version comes out on Friday, July 7th. Finally, this morning, Cheez-Its is trending. If you are passing through or visiting Joshua Tree, California in the next week, and you feel kind of cheesy, have I got the stop for you. Anyone who needs a road trip snack break can now visit the Cheez-It stop to pick up the famous crackers. It's also been equipped with the world's first Cheez-It pump, which will spray bags of the crackers through your open car window. Best of all, it's free. There's plenty of merch available, too, if you want to grab something. But uh, it opened on Monday, and it's only going to stay open until June 11th. So stop by while you can, and that's what's true. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Lolita. Yes. Good morning. You're caller 20. Woo! Woo! 
finally. You just got yourself a pair of tickets to the Trilogy Tour. We're talking Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pitbull. Congratulations. Oh, we're so excited for you, Lolita. And you're also qualified for that grand prize, which is front row tickets. And if you want your tickets, we'll have them again tomorrow morning at 935. And then later on this afternoon, J-Love has them for you in the 1 o'clock hour. And Heather has them in the 5 o'clock hour. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thanks so much for joining us. If you missed anything from the show, including Try It Tuesday, make sure you download our podcast. It's available right after the show, wherever you get your podcast. And make sure you check out all our social media for any updates, fun behind-the-scenes pictures, stuff like that. And, uh, of course, the website, Mix941.fm. Right now, we are out the door, but J-Love is coming in next and... Before we do that, it is time for the line of the day. Mercedes gets upset when she drives past a retirement home. She thinks of the lonely old people whose family are not visiting them. She said she's thinking about maybe popping in to say hi. Well, listener Joseph has a, has a different outlook. Uh, you got it wrong, Mercedes. The whole retirement home? Oh, please. Don't don't come see me. I don't want to have the kids come see me and get money and stuff. Don't, don't bother me. I'm perfectly happy there at the retirement home with all my other friends and stuff. No. Just I'm done. Leave me alone. I've had I'm enough good. of you yeah. people. <laughs> well, now I know. I'm not going to go visit them. <laughs> they, they don't want to see me. <laughs> Party inside. Let's see you roll up all quick. See if they don't quiet. Oh, hey. All the kids are coming. <laughs> Leave them alone. And then I'll do it for show number 1854 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 